0: Hello everyone and welcome to Sober Gay Podcast, the podcast that gives you a front row seat to inspiring stories of people who have found freedom and joy in living an alcohol-free life. Hosted by myself, join us each week as we have fun and engaging conversations with everyday people about their journey to sobriety. From the challenges to the triumphs, come get inspired and learn about the amazing lives of those living a sober life. I really hope you enjoy listening. Please rate, review and subscribe to this episode. Thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Sober Gay Podcast with me, Sean. So today my guest is Bo Bubbles, how are you?
1: Hi darling, I'm good, I'm good.
0: So- How are you? I'm so good, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on to start with.
1: No, absolutely, absolutely.
0: So it's literally half nine in the morning on Sunday morning and you're dressed up to the nines. Can you just describe to the listeners, cause obviously they can't see you, what what is going on right now? What like what what is this look? I'm obsessed.
1: Well, this is sort of um, I'd say a lockdown at home drag, so I'm only in drag from here upwards. Yeah, it's just jogging jog, jogging bottoms going on downstairs. <laughs> just a little casual t-shirt, a nice, like, shake and go pink wig, and just a bit that. of chapstick and mascara.
0: Woke up like this.
1: <laughs> I woke up like this. <laughs> yeah, again,
0: thank you so much for coming on. I feel like having... Um... Like queer people come on this podcast, and sober people. I'm really appreciate people coming onto this platform and like sharing their story. So to start with, do you want to just like tell me a little bit about yourself? Who are you? <laughs> yep
1: yeah, so I'm. Most people are normally on TikTok as Bubblebubbles. Um, I'm a semi-retired drag queen. I just like come out with drag when the price is right, and come out and do drag when the price is right. Um. I'm thirty-eight years old. Um, I literally I've been sober now. It'll be coming up four years in July. So wow, is how long I've been sober. So yeah, that's basically me. And apart from that, I enjoy knitting, coloring books, and collecting vinyls.
0: <laughs> Amazing. I look. Do you know yeah. when people? Ha- do you know when people say like, "Oh, what are your hobbies and stuff like that?" They're such good things. Like they're such interesting ones because it's like very yeah. like unique. Do what the colouring books do you kind of draw or is it like the is it like the fill-in ones
1: yeah the adult colouring books where you've got like a pattern which has got like a thousand different mosaic things to colour in but yeah I think because what I do I think things that get creative and keep your hands busy helps a lot with anxiety so knitting you're keeping your hands busy yeah obviously colouring books and i do have, I, play, I play piano quite a bit so like yeah. you know that? if i'm feeling a bit stressed and anxious, i'll just sit down at the piano for half an hour just like improvising trying to learn new pieces and stuff i just find it helps with anxiety because you're doing something productive and you're keeping your hands busy and you're focusing on something else apart from being focusing on stuff that would make you anxious
0: I could totally resonate with that I feel like sometimes do you have a bit I'm a bit similar to you but have you got a bit of a busy mind I can't sit down for like longer than I think I think maybe that's such a good idea to like actually get hobbies like that that you can be busy with because I I feel like like many other people as well can feel a bit anxious when they like a lot of people do get anxious and I feel like having things like that in your kind of toolkit or like dealing with anxiety that is such an important thing to have like knitting or like even colouring like they don't have to be huge things do they I think that's super interesting.
1: I think it was some advice a counsellor give me they were like oh like do you have any hobbies and I was like back in the day it was like oh yeah going out drinking blah blah blah, all them sort of things yeah. I like, oh, try, try and do something productive and I've always been creative but the fact that it made me think of that I was like actually she's right so that's why I sort of like picked them things back up and it does, like, and you start. You you're not wasting half an hour doing nothing. You're like, yeah. You're spending half an hour doing something productive and creative, and all all, all the same time, you're sort of dealing with your anxiety if you if you are, yeah. like having any type of anxiety.
0: But well, for you, dealing anxiety, and then in the end, there's like something to like. There's a finishing product, I guess. <laughs> yeah, though- absolutely. So what is it that you knit? Do you knit just kind of like blankets and stuff, or is it? So
1: I, I just knit and like, I just see what happens, and then like I'll, take it, my, I'll take it on to show. I'll take it on show my mum, and she'll just laugh, and she's like, "What? What on earth is that?" But <laughs> it's just like, at the mo- at the moment I'm like I'd say about halfway through a scarf, so. That's that's that better. I'm not like because my grandma, she taught me how to knit when I was younger. Yeah. But she, my grandma, was like the knitter of Billingham, which is my hometown. So any new baby born had like a full set of clothes, socks, shoes, jumpers, anything. And my grandma, she would just knit like 247, like literally on the go, orders coming in, like and stuff. Yep. So that I got it from her. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love that. Um I would love to learn how to knit. I feel like it could once you get into it, it probably go really therapeutic, I can imagine.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It is very like it is very therapeutic and like City, you it calms you down because you like you're keeping your hands busy. You're like you see seated, you're not like running around frantic trying to do hundred and ten different things. Yeah. And like you might you might you just have that time to focus because you your focusing. mind goes somewhere, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I feel like the listeners know a little bit more about yourself now. I definitely <laughs> do. <laughs> um, so I'll go to the uh kind of second question, which is um around like when did you first uh, start drinking?
1: Well, I was quite late to drinking, so like everyone in school was drinking like on a Friday night. Yeah. Or like going home on the lunch break and down in two liters of white lightning that was totally not me I was quite quite sheltered through school I just stayed away from that it wasn't until I started, went to college and it was a bit more adult and like people were a lot more grown up that's when I started, started to drink in college so I'd say like 17 18 yeah so like most people I went to school with were drinking already. I was quite late to drinking. So it was yeah. like around, around 17, 18, where I first started to have like alcohol.
0: Like kind of college college and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of age. Yeah, because I remember um, that's kind of like how I st- I was a bit before where like, you know, after school, like you said, and it's kind of like socialising back then, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, round zero's round about college that I first started to um to start to drinking. drink alcohol. Yeah.
0: Um. And so, kind of like, go, when you were like growing up, like in your twenties, and and stuff like that. Like, was did your relationship with alcohol kind of change, or like, was there like a specific reason, like, why you chose to kind of like let go of alcohol, kind of?
1: So through my 20s, it was just like basically anyone going through the 20s, it was like you'd like go to college or work all week and then it was out on a, like a Friday or Saturday night, you'd feel rough on a Sunday yeah. and you'd say, oh, I'm never drinking again. Then you'd battle through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you'll get to Friday and it was eat, sleep, rape, eat, sleep, repeat. Um, yeah. And that like it was fine because it was it wasn't something that happened all the time. It wasn't frequent. It was like it may be like a couple of weekends a month, a few parties here and there, but it was never like anything like serious. It never sort of like yeah. took a toll on me. It's like when I got into like my thirties, um, more like in my mid-30s and I was working a lot in the nightlife industry so I was working in a lot of clubs I was doing a lot of shows so I was literally like sleeping through the day and then out in the clubs on in an the evening night. and in that environment it's just there all the time and you are for a bit when you're working like as a dancer or an entertainer you're actually like and you're given drink vouchers and so it just sort of comes like really acceptable and everyone around just doing it. And sometimes I could take it or leave it. And then sometimes it was because I because obviously I drive as well and I'd be like, oh, I can't drink, I'm driving. And then they'd be like, oh it's fine if you can't come back for it tomorrow. And you like you'd have to be like your angel saying, Yeah. You, you you're driving, you're going home and you can and then you'd have the devil gone. Oh, I'll just leave it, come back for it, blah, blah, blah. And then like, that's a whole case of like going home, traveling back into town, picking the car up, walk of shame, all that. Yeah. So it was, so, and, but then it got to a point where, where I was, I wasn't liking what was happening. And it wasn't, I didn't have like a problem with alcohol. I was just a problem when I, when I had alcohol. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was an alcoholic and it's not like I needed a drink because I could give or take it. But with me, it was all or nothing. So it couldn't just be a drink or a couple of drinks. It was a couple of drinks, then blackout drunk all the time. And I just, this kind of behaviour kept happening all the time. And I just didn't like it. And I didn't like the excuses and the apologising, like oh, it's all right, that wasn't me, it wasn't me that said that, I'd I'd had a drink. And the more times I'd had, the more times I was using that as as an excuse, oh, I'd had a drink, Mm. I'd had a drink. I just didn't like, well, that's an excuse. And I don't like, that as an excuse. So I was taking accountability for, yes, those were my actions, that was my behavior when I was drunk. And I was like, well, so... And my like I, my epiphany. I had an epiphany, and it happened when I was in Ibiza mm. in twenty nineteen. I'd gone on a holiday with a group of friends, and it literally just was chaos from from before we even got on the flight till like
0: to the end.
1: Day, Yeah, to nearly a day and a half into the holiday, it was just non stop drinking with me. Once I'd had a drink, I just never stopped, and I would get yeah. to the point where I would be blackout drunk and I just wouldn't un- remember anything that had happened and it was one of them things you know where you don't know what's going on but you soon find out what's going on when people are like oh, do you remember saying this to someone can you remember when you were doing this and you were like oh my god and you just you just want the ground to, ground to, to swallow you up and swallow you up and you go that's not me and that, that pattern of behaviour was happening too much for me and I just did not like it. So I had, I'd been in the beaver. I'd been in there not even two days and within two days I was blackout drunk, I'd had my wallet robbed, I'd lost my passport, I'd lost wow. my friends, I'd, I'd ended up on the overcomplete outside of the island to my friends. I just was literally like, what's going on? And then on the last day of beefur, I just had this, and I had this sort of epiphany where I was like, why, why is everything so rubbish? Why, why do I always feel like this? And I was like, the main thing that all this is happening always involves alcohol. Mm. And I was like, right, that's it. Yeah. Stop. And then it was just, it was just stop from there. How about you? What was your sort of decision like?
0: Well thank you... you for sharing that. I feel like that's such a that must have been kind of like a like a moment where you were just like I don't want to feel like this again and like like you said like the repeated patterns it would just like you kind of had, had enough of it I can imagine and I can mm-hmm. I can feel like so many other people can resonate with that. Um yeah no for for thank you for sharing that first of all. Um I think um yeah uh, for me it was more kind of it wasn't, I wouldn't, I I'm for with drinking, I knew when to start, but for me, it was like, even if I was, it didn't happen all the time, but it was mainly like when I was drinking, sometimes if I was like, ow, or whatever, I would always kind of like think of like, maybe like getting drugs afterwards. And that's where I really wanted to kind of finish. Like, I, I feel like drinking was a gateway to doing that. And for me, that, I regret some things that I did when I was on like party drugs and stuff like that and I felt like the only way for me to control it was to just try and give up alcohol for a bit and then I tried a month a few months went on and now I'm literally like I literally don't even think I want to even go back because I'm enjoying my life so much more now that I don't and I feel like I don't know about you but I feel like you have so much more control over like what you do and like there's so much power in like I can imagine you like I can imagine like now you can drop now that you maybe go to a gig or something and then you drive home and you take your makeup off and you probably feel so great that you're going to feel amazing the next morning with no regrets no no blackouts and do you know what I mean I kind of like 100% agree with you like now I feel so excited to like take do my skincare at night, knowing that I've had a good night and that I can just wake up fresh in the morning. So, yeah, yeah. mine was a little bit different of a story. Mine was like, I just didn't... Alcohol was like a gateway to drugs. And I, I, yeah. and it's not like all the time it was happening, but it was enough that I just had enough of it. So,
1: yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same, same, same as well. Like, alcohol for me would be a gateway to all the things happening, all sorts of trouble, ending up at the afters or at it's some random stranger's house, and you're just like two days in and you're like, What's going on? And it yeah. all stemmed from being drunk. Not because when you're drunk, you you have no inhib- you know, have no inhibitions and you just yeah free for free for all and you just you do things which are out of character, like, like hundred yeah. yeah. percent
0: And then that's when people are like, Oh my god, remember this? And it's literally like what the fuck no. Like, no that is not me and I feel like now that like we don't drink and we're sober I feel like we know each other so much better now and it's like you're you're proud that you you can just control that side of yeah. you. Not it's not even a side it's kind of like what you said earlier that really stuck to me it's like that angel side and then like the debt like the the little like n- that devil side being like oh it's just one and then it's just like Fucking hell I have to go yeah. back into town the next morning yeah. do you know what I mean it's just like yeah it's a whole thing and it's like one thing that you just put in your glass isn't it like yeah. if you change it from alcohol to like a fucking lemonade or something like your night will just yeah. change like yeah so much in your story was like resonating but um so that's yeah. kind of the last time you drank then in Ibiza
1: yeah. right yep be for 2019, July it was July, so I think July the 19th, I'll be coming up, excuse me, <laughs> um, like... July, July, July the 19th, I'll be coming up four years, so the...
0: Amazing, that's incredible, that's yeah. like amazing.
1: And it was like, it was just like one of them decisions that I was like, right, that's it. And yeah. I, so I've had these sort of like inklings before, but like caved in and just ended up yeah go, like I said, eat, sleep, rape, repeat sort of thing. Um, but I was like, no, this is it. This is it. And I just think like now I was trying to imagine, oh my God, what if I didn't make that decision? I don't think I'd be where I'm at now. I don't think I'd be stable in my job. I don't think, I think my mental health would be in a lot worse place. Mm. I, I think my health would be, if I carried on drinking at the rate I was drinking, I don't think I'd be where i am now i'm not saying that i I would have ended up dead i could have it could have gone to like the point where alcohol dependency or i just got and i just didn't want that to be my situation and because obviously you can imagine july middle of the summer We had Pride season coming up. We had all the bank holidays. I had friends' parties, and there was all these things back to back where Mm. I was involved in, which would would include alcohol. And I was still sort of working predominantly, predominantly in the nightlife industry and stuff. So it was, and I was being around it, and it took like a lot of determination. and yet, once I got through each milestone, each sort of like bank holiday or pride yeah. event or friend's birthday party or wedding or that sort of thing, it was like, right, I've, I've done it, I can do it. Next next thing, I've done it, I can do it. And as, as, as it went on month by month by month, and it was year, then it was like 18 months, two year. And then my real struggle came when it got to lockdown
0: oh yeah Yeah. you went you were sober in lockdown then
1: Yep. so and everyone was drinking in lockdown and like at the time I was sharing a flat with a friend and he literally he would start drinking from the moment he woke up because we lived in an apartment complex which had like a communal garden and everyone would sort of meet up in the garden I know I was probably against lockdown rules but it was private land so it was everyone's land and everyone would be out drinking because obviously the weather was gorgeous through the summer and it was like it was like oh maybe I could have a drink and then I was like but this is like I have this conversation with myself now like because so much time has gone on I'm a different person than who I was four years ago I'm in a different environment Um, my head's a lot I've got a lot more clarity. So I probably have this conversation like, well, maybe I could have a drink because I'm in a better place, a better place now. So I probably have more of a respectful relationship with um alcohol. But then the other half of me was saying, girl, you've got this far, you've gone yeah. this long without a hangover. Why would you do that to yourself? Because yeah. yeah, you might be sensible, it might be one, two drinks but then it could just open the door and it's like, why would you just take one step forward and then five steps back? And I'm just like, do you know what? Three years, three and a half years, four years, hangover free is I'm not throwing that away for any work because for me, drinking would give me the worst hangovers. I would lose two to three days just to a hangover. And I'm just like, I just don't think I could do that to myself. And I'm like, well, So I have that conversation with myself quite often like oh you could have a drink now you're in a better place you could respect it a lot more but I'm just like what's the point?
0: Yeah what's the point like and you're so proud of like how far you've come because like letting go of one thing which is alcohol has made you into like a person that you're so proud of and it's kind of that like I feel like, do you know when someone's like, oh, do you fancy a drink or like, it's that like split second moment, isn't it? That you have that conversation with yourself. You're probably like, no, this is how far I've come. It's not fucking worth it at all to just have this one drink that can escalate to something else that you will you would just regret it the next day. And like, that's kind of like the thing that you have in your mind. And that's such a good conversation to have. Like, that's kind of like, a, that's kind of probably like a conversation that you have quite often then
1: yeah absolutely and like through the lockdown because obviously yeah, lockdown went on for so long because we just thought it would be a couple of weeks and it was months then it was like yeah and it just went on so long and it was just like oh everyone else is having a drink and it was such a stressful time because we didn't know what was happening we were stuck at home everyone was like there was so many panic and worrying going on and because because drinking can be is is such an outlet for people to like for stress relief oh I've had a stressful day work I'll have a glass of wine yeah or so, oh, like and it's people use alcohol as a coping mechanism so I just had to find other coping mechanisms um so
0: and what kind yeah. of is that what was the coping mechanism mechanism that you kind of found then or like what and even in like the first kind of do you know when you were saying that you quit in the July? Like, how how did you manage to kind of deal with the first pride and the first birthdays and stuff? Was it kind of like your mentality of like, no, I'm not drinking, or yeah. did that just get you through like kind yeah. of the trauma of Ibiza basically, or like that yeah. kind
1: of? Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah, all that. Sean, it was like literally like, I've made this, I've made this decision now, and. I've got nothing to prove to anyone else. Yeah. Uh, but this, I'm doing this for myself. So like, and I was like, this is for me. And I was like, I'm making this decision for me. And it was like, sit that pick me at heart. and I was like, what, what is the cause of all the problem? It's alcohol. Take alcohol out the situation and the pro- problems are going away. Like, don't get me wrong. I still have problems problems with my mental health I still have days like days where I don't feel 100% but I can't begin to imagine what state my mental health would be if alcohol was still in the equation
0: yeah it 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 magnifies it like tenfold isn't it and for you even like taking that away makes it makes your life so much easier especially if you have like maybe like anxieties and stuff like that we we know that alcohol just increases anxiety, and to choosing to remove it is just like such a good life hack, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And one one thing I found as well, mm. um, is do you know like people's reaction? Yeah. So it's like if you're in a group situation or you are meeting new people, because a lot of my close friends just know I don't drink now, and it's just the norm. I don't drink. It's not an issue. Yeah. Don't drink I'll, People are like, sometimes they'll forget. Oh, do you want to drink? Oh, no, you don't drink. It's not an issue. But yeah. like, see if you're in a social situation and you're meeting new people, sometimes when you mention you don't drink, it's like you just smacked their mum in the mouth. Mm. It's like what you don't drink, and then it's like <laughs> they're, they're inquisitive. It's like oh yeah it's like do you have a problem? Are yeah, are am an alcoholic? And I'm like, what does it matter? <laughs> this so like why is it such a stigma, or why is it so? Why are you so shocked and why yeah. is it an issue that I don't drink? When it should be flipped and be like, I should be asking you, why Why are you drinking?
0: Yeah. Do you
1: know what it, I mean? It's
0: kind of like, imagine if people were like, what, you don't smoke cigarettes? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yes, like the same thing. Absolutely. Um, and because
1: alcohol is so accessible and it's like, and it's so normal, but it's a depressant and it's yeah. like, and you've got, we have got like a mental health crisis, and people like complaining about their mental health or having genuine mental health problems. And i at the back of my head, I'm like, so like, yeah, but do you drink? What are you doing? Like,
0: oh my god, I'm so glad that you've said that because like that's something that I've thought about as well. It's like I have friends around me that do have like, that do drink, maybe like a maybe a lot or something like that, and they do have kind of anxieties and stuff like that, and it's like. don't want to say like "Mm, why don't you just like stop drinking for a bit yeah you don't want to be that person i guess but it's like true like if you do try it out your mental health might improve like massively
1: yeah and that's my advice to anyone like if anyone says oh i want to stop drinking and i'm like you've got to you because you've got to do it for yourself you've got like with me like if it's like you did a tiktok the other day and you were like oh don't worry, If you like you have a drink.' Don't, it's not about the days yeah. you've got not like said you've got nothing to prove to anyone like yeah. and don't it don't beat yourself up. you haven't failed. It's because I, always, I always said like you've got I always think you've got nothing to prove to anyone exactly. and I've got nothing to prove, I could have a drink today, and I've still been three and a half years sober yeah. just because I but like but I, but I choose not to have a drink because. I've, the benefits outweigh yeah 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 absolutely i've recognized for myself the benefit of not drinking and obviously i don't want because i i think now three and a half years coming up four years sober if i would have a, if i were to have a hangover now i would probably die <laughs> you know that meme yeah that meme of- Doc, Doc Cotton getting dragged off in an ambulance. Dad, yes. that, that's that's how I that's what I think would happen to me. And like so I just I just like the person I am without alcohol in my life.
0: Hundred percent like myself more as well without that in my life. It's it's so nice to talk to someone else, isn't it? Like and to about kind of cause sometimes you feel like that's why I've done the TikTok because I feel like you feel like less alone. And even when I have this conversation with you now, it's like you feel like really excited because like someone else is feeling the kind of same thing in yeah. with being alcohol free because it's like it is amazing, isn't it? It really is. That's
1: yep, yeah, absolutely. That's why I enjoyed and I thought because like, I followed you before you start going on um, your sobriety yeah. journey. I did follow you before, but I think now because you you found that niche and there is yeah that outlet for people and you like said so people might be not like completely sober but thinking about it and might just get that person who's having that dark point and they're just thinking what's going wrong we'll see your tiktok and they'll be like oh my god look at look, your yeah. hey, He's thriving uh, he, and you even document the up days the down days and stuff yeah and that's that's what resonated with me so much because as you like we're going through your journey and you were reaching all these milestones. I was like, "Oh my god, that's how I was feeling." And like, yeah. "Oh my god, he's done that." And that's, I I went through that and stuff. And it's it honestly, it's amazing watching your journey. And I feel like if you get to meet like people who are like, oh, "I've run the same journey," or thinking about starting the journey, because I I don't want to be like. Oh my God, it's a journey. Oh, it's so yeah. spiritual. And but it can be. But at the end of the day, my me being sober is just a little part of me. There's so much more to me than why. Why does the fact that I choose not to put this, um, this drug into my body define mm. who I am? There's so much more to me
0: than 100%. choosing to
1: be sober. But having this having a sober conversation. Should be normal, like should be normalised, and being sober shouldn't even make make people look twice at you. It should yeah. just be like, oh, you don't drink, she don't drink. Oh, oh no, they, they don't. They, they shouldn't be like, oh, why don't why don't you drink? Yeah. And I'm I'm happy to answer the questions, mm. but I'm just like, where are the questions coming from? Why why is, why for the need to ask them when sometimes if the shoe was on the other foot why I should be quizzing you why are you choosing to drink why what 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 problems are you trying to numb like well that's what what, yeah that's one of the things
0: that I learn in like coaching as well it's kind of like when when you feel like some people maybe are asking that kind of stuff maybe they are maybe are they are interested but also maybe it's kind of like mirroring maybe their kind of maybe issues maybe but yeah I don't know
1: yeah, no, um, absolutely. And I'm happy to have conversations with people. And I'm happy to, like, if anyone like, wants advice, but, like, my advice wouldn't be, oh, this is the way to do it. This is the way I've done it. It might not work for you. It just depends what your relationship is with alcohol and the reasons you want if if you, if you want to stop for good or if you just want to have a break, but well, sometimes having that break from alcohol might make you realise, oh, my God, there's so much more to just go out, getting pissed, ending up here, blah, blah, blah. But then there might be people who just have a healthy relationship with alcohol yeah. Can have that one glass of wine, have that maybe second glass of wine, stop, go home, be completely fine. But everyone's different, but this is just the way it's been for me and yeah. stuff but like, like I said everyone's different but I'm happy to have the conversation it's just that like that initial shock or that like oh I don't drink oh do you have a problem oh well, yeah. and i like
0: so have you had people say that to you then like do you have a problem
1: it's n- never never like oh but you know it's
0: you know it's the vibe like, yeah survive. like, oh, the shock. Don't like drink. what
1: did <laughs> you used to drink oh you used to drink what you're doing or what I
0: get as well is um so you're never gonna drink again that's someone like
1: (laughs) yeah and i'm like well probably not i don't think i I can't speak for the future but i've come this far i do not i can't imagine myself ever having a drink again but like i said on your tiktok there is other there's other like supplements for alcohol there's so much alcohol free
0: so much
1: uh, alcohol free alcohol out there, you've got alcohol free wines. Kylie's even brought range of uh, her um, rosy wine. wine. Yep, um, which I was really excited about because I was like, oh my God, I might just start drinking again just for a bottle of Kylie wine. And then throughout <laughs> the, the non alcoholic roses, there's like non alcohol gins, mocktails, like alcohol free lager. And it's just, so you're still getting the taste of alcohol, but without the effects of the alcohol. So,
0: Alcohol-free just... alcohol-free drinks are so good, I feel. Do you drink them? Because I think it's yep. so... Even today, like, I'm going to go meet some friends in the pub and I'm just, like, really excited to have an alcohol-free beer. Like, I think they're such a good thing to have, especially with the options out there now.
1: Yeah, absolutely, because I think it's sort of, like, that mental thing, because you're getting the taste of alcohol, so you, your brain will recognise that taste and you can drink it as much as you want, but you're not going to get drunk... And I know people drink to get drunk, but some but once you've been sober, you don't want to be drunk. You don't yeah. want to like be that idiot. Yeah, you like but people might think, Oh, you're so entertaining when you're drunk. You're the life and soul of the party. It's like, yeah, I might think, but that's not who I am. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I can still be the life and soul of the party without having to act the fool intoxicated. Like I don't don't need it. But yeah, alcohol free stuff, but I think it helps a lot with the mental side of because you feel your brain your brain is recognising the taste of alcohol mm. and filling that filling that void what what we might have be been missing if we did enjoy like drinking certain drinks. Cause there is certain drinks that I did enjoy drinking. Like if I'm with my friends and they're having a bottle of red wine, I'll I'll grab the glass of red wine and I'll smell that wine and I'm like <laughs> That, that smells good because like I do miss having a nice glass of red wine. But right. I don't want to have a glass of red wine because a glass of red wine, for me, would end up being the bottle of wine. Yeah. Maybe another bottle. So I'll just grab the wine and I'll just take a nice big sniff. And I'm like, oh, my God, that smells so good. And just pass it back. Yeah. And That's it. It's filled the void for me. But like I said, there's non-alcoholic red wines and stuff. And there's there's so much out there, like says you can go to a bar and they do like mocktails and just as tasty as a cocktail
0: exactly. it's just so much out there now if you are deciding to be even be sober curious and like just even like toying with the idea of it, like just try them out,
1: yeah, absolutely,
0: so what um I think we've kind of spoken about like this question of like what you, the benefits um it is like for leading an alcohol-free life but I'll go to the this question which is like what is your kind of one tip um if someone is like so be curious or want to stop drinking I think we've touched on kind of alcohol-free stuff is really kind of helpful and stuff but what would be your like main tip for somebody who is my,
1: yeah oh sorry my main tip would be then. Um do it for yourself you've got nothing to prove to anyone else i've mentioned that before and just take each day as it comes like because one day will turn into a week a week will turn into a month a month will turn into six before you know it it's a year and like said, yeah you mentioned it the other day on one of your tiktoks yeah just like if you if you do have a drink don't beat yourself up. It's like I so said, you've got nothing to prove to anyone. Yeah. And whether you're like alcohol dependent or you're an alcoholic, and if that's a completely different reason, 100. yeah. Like like say but like I said, if you just you are, if you are if alcohol is becoming a problem, or you're just not enjoying what's happening by by the reasons of drinking alcohol, then maybe. Just take each day as it comes. And like I says, you'll get them things where you'll have to go to a wedding or you'll have to go to a friend's birthday or you'll have to go out for a meal. Things which would involve alcohol. And like I said, just take each each thing as it comes and just go at your own pace. Like I said, um, as long as you're doing it for the right reasons, you've got nothing to prove. You've got nothing to prove to yourself either. It's just... A choice and it doesn't define who who you are
0: I think doing it for you is like such a good good tip because actually it's you that's like living your life isn't it it's like you just need to do it for you um yeah
1: but I have got a friend who I'm sort of like I won't mention his name or anything but he is having a lot of problems with alcohol mm-hmm. he's been through quite a lot like in his life over the last couple of years and especially like through the lockdown, alcohol became such such a normal thing but it's got to the point now where it's really become a problem mm. and he's recognised it he is a problem and he's really dependent and he's sort of getting a lot of help from his like friends and his family and I just said I am here to have a conversation if you just need someone to talk to a soundboard I might not have the right things to say or have anything to say at all but I I, I would be here for you um but I think he's gonna like to some sort of, not like an Alcoholics Anonymous sort of thing, or it's like a counselling service for people with like, yeah. with sort of like addiction or dependency issues. And I just said, and I said the same thing to him, I says, just take each day as it comes, you've got nothing to prove to anyone, like I says, and just take each day as it comes, and it's just changing your relationship with alcohol. Mm. So it's like, he would do things where he wouldn't go Like, if it was a social event, he wouldn't go if it didn't involve alcohol. If it was a brunch, he would, like, go. Yeah. Because he would be alcohol involved. But if he was just, like, going out for a meal or going to a cinema, he'd sort of, like would be like
0: thrown off a little bit yeah Yeah,
1: because like where's where's the alcohol so it's just like I was just change your relationship was like we'll we'll change your social activities we'll do things which is like we're, we're all involved and then I was like but like I said it's just each day that comes and you've got nothing to prove to anyone
0: yeah one day at a time and like that sounds pretty like heavy as well it's like um, I can't speak from experience with like dependency and stuff like that, but, um, I can imagine it being difficult in that sense as well. Um, but, yeah, having it kind of take go through your day, try and do one day at a time is is such an important tip as well, isn't it?
1: yeah, absolutely, absolutely
0: um, so, I've literally had such an amazing conversation with you. It's been so nice having you. Um, what is kind of in one word like? What does living alcohol free mean to you?
1: The word I would use, I would say, clarity.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Am I am uh, I right in thinking? Because I'm not, I'm not like I'm not. am um, Susie from Dictionary Corner. For me, clarity means I've just got. you I mean, I've just got such a clear mindset now. Like, I just feel, that, as though my head's screwed on, that's how yeah. I feel. And I've just got so much more clarity in the way I think and the, the decisions I make and the choices. And, yeah, I'd say living alcohol-free or um, being sober, for me, is is clarity.
0: It's I 100% agree with you. It's just like... It's just like you're not stressing about things. Well, you still have like day to day stresses and stuff, but it's like it is like you've got like a clear kind of. It sounds it sounds cringy, but it's like you've got like a clear horizon. You know what you know what you're doing. You know how like your brain is, and also you. Some I heard this somewhere as well. You kind of when you go alcohol free, you have to like kind of learn to like sit in your feelings and stuff like that. So like mm-hmm. you kind of learn techniques to like not have a glass of wine to like numb a stressful day or something you can do it kind of with like other tools so like for yourself it'll be kind of maybe relaxing by like keeping yourself busy with like coloring or knitting and stuff like that and I don't know yeah that kind of ties in with like being clear on kind of your feelings and stuff like that isn't it yeah
1: see I think one of your most recent TikToks was like you'd not you'd your friends were having a social thing and you decided not to go yeah. and you're like, I'm fine. Just being on my own. And like I said, I don't get me wrong. I love seeing my friends. I love seeing my family. I love, I do mm. still love and enjoy socializing. Um, but that's one thing I was going to mention before. Like when I, when I during my first few months I stopped drinking, one of my really good friends just did not invite me to their birthday
0: Oh really? So I
1: saw like I had to invite myself. I was like, I was like, bitch, but like, you're my best friend. Was like, yeah. I'm not going to get this. She was like, it was like, um, if oh, well, you don't drink, and I, I know I didn't come from a place of malice. Yeah. He was probably just thinking, oh, um, I don't, she don't drink anymore. what's the point of becoming? And I was like, bitch, because I'm not drinking. Does not mean I still can't go out and enjoy myself and celebrate yeah. you and your birthday. I was like. Babe, um, uh, <laughs> yeah and I was like she's like oh well I just thought you're not drinking anymore so what's the point you come in and I was like oh my god that's the first and last time you'll not invite me so I had to invite myself to my friend's birthday <laughs> good for you um, <laughs> but most of the time I'm like I will still go to social events and do social things Yeah, but I can be a bit more selective of like but you know as well, because you're not drinking, you know, this listen, I can go home now. This is the time yeah. to leave. Yeah. I'm not going to be the last one here. I'm not going to be two days in at the afters. I'm going home now. I'm taking my makeup off and I'm going to bed. And I'm going to wake up fresh in the morning. And I not have no regrets. Not have no <laughs> blank spaces where I need to think, what the hell happened? Who did I upset? Who did I offend? What did I do? None of that, so yeah, that's that, that's another good benefit to it. You yeah, what speak was a, my language what was a, <laughs> before I went off on a tangent because I do have a habit of doing that. Um, going off on a tangent, <laughs> I
0: love that. That's what podcasts are for,
1: <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, clarity and yeah, clarity. Yeah, yeah that word. was the
0: word. Um, well. I feel like this 45 minutes has blown by. It's honestly been such a nice conversation with you. Um, and I guess if anybody wants to like follow you online or kind of, um, yeah, follow you on your socials, like where can they find
1: you? So, yeah, but, um, I'm not really that socially active. I'd say I'm I'm like the Fiona Apple of drag. I, <laughs> I literally only get in drag when... I can be bothered or inspired to, or if I'm getting paid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm on TikTok, at four uh, bubbles, Instagram, at four bubbles. I also have another Instagram for my boy, socials, uh, um proper, at proper bo. Um, you can add me on Facebook. I probably won't accept because <laughs> I'm so rubber. I literally, in the lockdown, I was so on TikTok every day. I was filming stuff constantly 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 posting 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 yeah but then when life went back to normal and everyone went back to work I was like I haven't got time to sit on TikTok for 12 hours a day no and I'm, and I'm like like now I'm just so like I'll still go on TikTok but like for me to post content I need to like really be in there and inspired and yeah do it but you're doing brilliantly. Like, honestly, you found your nation out on what your journey and sharing. I've I've, I've said this to you before. Like yeah. don't don't stop because I resonate so much with it. I'm enjoying watching your journey. And like I've I commented before, you don't know what someone's going through. And just seeing that one TikTok of that little like yeah. Dip, whatever and this is how I feel that just might be, make someone who's maybe in a dark spot or, or being so curious and just go if it's working for him let's just give it a bash and just see him. Yeah. you go through each day and each milestone it's you don't know how much it could help someone like absolutely for the
0: best. it does and sometimes you forget that isn't it that you just post something and you, you don't remember and then like some people will comment being like these are so helpful and it's like oh that's really kind but I really really appreciate those kind words like that is so nice of you and I'm glad that my content is helping people and people and you're kind of resonating with it as well which is amazing Um, no
1: absolutely absolutely
0: but thank you so much for our chat today um and I hope you have a lovely Sunday and hopefully me we'll speak too. to each other again soon
1: yep and we'll go sober raven or something yes <laughs> bye bye darling take care
0: take care bye once again thank you so much for listening if you want to find me online I am on Instagram at sober gay podcast I am also on TikTok and uh at the sober gay underscore. I'll see you next week.